joining me now as we take a look at the equity space is Aniki van Royen from My Wealth Investments. Thank you so much for your time, Aniki. Uh, quite, um, I feel like it's unsure movements coming from the markets this week. We Yesterday, we saw a very sour mood, and then today, we're seeing a recovery. So just judging from those market movements, I mean, would you say the markets are really struggling for direction right now and that they're kind of in a state of limbo? Hi, Zanazi. Thank you. Yes, um, I think overall the mood is positive on the market. Um, throughout 2022, the dominant theme has been a strong dollar, and recently we saw that dollar index peaking um, as inflation numbers in the US came in lower than expected. So it's almost like the market is already discounting that we are going to see less aggressive central bank action going forward. Uh, China is a different animal at this point in time because um, COVID is still quite serious on that side. And like you mentioned earlier, a fifth of the country is in lockdown. So I think investors are positive overall, but they keep in the back of their minds that China can perhaps cause um, the, the global economy to go into a recession. But then at the same time, uh, investors also know that central banks can step in and, and provide a floor to markets. So I, I see the volatility as trading opportunities and the, pullback, the pullbacks as buying opportunities um, all at right. the moment. All also right. looking at the EC coming up. So, ah, yeah. all right. Okay, no, no, I see you're a glass half full kind of person looking for opportunity within the chaos. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about, well, not really chaos, but um, I mean, it's, it's another day, then you have another company that is talking about the negative impact of hyperinflation in Zimbabwe on their numbers. So yesterday it was PPC, today it's Omnia. Um, so they're saying that the business had a good performance uh, adjusted for that impact in Zimbabwe. Are you looking at the hyperinflation story in Zimbabwe and how it's affecting uh, the, the, the numbers of these companies as kind of a, a just a, a tiny pressure point that's affecting operationally sound companies? Yes, unfortunately, I mean, Omnia is a great business, um, solid performance. They've been navigating the headwinds. They've really dealt well with the supply chain disruptions. Um, and despite everything, they've still done well. I've been steering clear of companies with investments in Zimbabwe and also the UK. Um, so, but I mean, Omnia going forward with, with the current management in place and the strong balance sheet that, I ha that they have in place, definitely um, offering value. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go into uh, coronation. Uh, just talking about the UK, of course, we know that there are some asset managers that are exposed to the UK, but uh, not necessarily a coronation. So they came out also with the same trend of decreasing asset assets under management. Also, the fund management earnings per share decreasing 18%. They did declare a dividend, although it's still um, lower than the previous period. And they're more domestically focused. What are you thinking about their performance and also what could happen going forward? I think there's no surprise there. They, they came in right in the middle of the range that they have guided. So there were no surprises. And I think um, they've actually done well regarding what markets have done because the reporting period is based on a period in the markets where markets really didn't perform well. It's only recently 
that that the market has turned around. So I am convinced that the next set of results will be much better. And I do think that coronation at these levels of a very good value to investors. All right, let's go into PEPCO. Um, so they also released a year-end results today. Um, okay, revenue growth at 5.3%, uh, that coming from a high base and, of course, affected by a number of challenges, including the KZN floods and the social unrest from last year. Double-digit growth in the bottom line. Um, what's interesting for me was that 92% of their sales are cash. And they say that with cell phone sales in South Africa, 7 out of 10 are sold by Pepco. Um, I mean, I'm sure at this point, no one can really dispute the strong position of the retailer in the South African context, right? Definitely. Um, and also, once again, uh, solid results in a very difficult economic environment. I think they came out towards the lower end of the range, and that's why the market reacted the way that it did. And I think the share price was slightly down on the day. But like they have mentioned, they've been severely impacted by load shedding. So unfortunately, load shedding is not going away anytime soon. So hopefully they have their uh, contingency plans in place. But I mean, Pepco, solid, sound business, solid management. Um, nothing wrong to invest in them, just not liquid enough for, for, for our company. Uh, all right. Well, Aniki, let's get to your stock pick for today. So Nati, I'm going with Sassel. I think the risk of the oil prices to the upside. Um, we've got an OPEC meeting in the first week of December. I think they will remain committed to their 2 million barrels per day cutting production. And also with the EU curbs kicking in within the next two weeks, um, that will continue to, to drive a tight supply side for oil. So I think there's at least 10% upside in Sassel over the next year, and I um, like the business. 10% upside. All right. Well, we'll be keeping a very close eye on that. Thank you very much for your time and for your insights you. today, Aniki. Uh, that was Aniki van Royen from My Wealth Investments.